0: You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, Season 3, Episode 14, titled... Dragon On.
1: I'm doing good. I've since recovered from how we ended uh, the previous season and ready to continue on.
0: Well, yeah, this is the same season, but a part two because this game is huge in terms of story and cutscenes and really everything. It's probably one of the bigger games of the entire series. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give a quick recap slash reminder to yourself of what happened last time
1: okay so last time uh mickey and sora donald goofy were trying to catch up with this guy that was in black obviously a member of organization 13 and we thought for a moment that goofy was killed off but thankfully, he wasn't. Um, we find out that the Ansem that Sora had fought it was not the real Ansem, and a lot of battles and so much stuff happened. Um, right, there was a
0: there was a lot to take in for sure. Hmm. Um. One thing that I forgot. I didn't forget, I think I actually did say this the in the last episode, because there was so much going on, I decided to hold off on a secret uh, secret Ansem Report, because right. when you do the 1000 Heartless Battle, after you complete that, you get secret Ansem Report number one. So let me take some time and read that to you and get your thoughts, and then we'll go into our half hour. Okay. All
2: right, here we go. My efforts these many years have come to fruition, with the world I govern having become a paradise worthy of being called Radiant Garden. Nurtured by the pure water that is the source of life, fragrant flowers bloom in abundance, and the people face each day with hopeless smiles. But where there is light, darkness also lurks. As noted in my earlier reports, I must solve the mystery of the darkness of the heart. The paradise depends on it. I shall perform an experiment to probe the depths of a person's heart. One of my own apprentices, Zaganort, has volunteered to be a subject. The young man has served me ever since I nursed him back from death's door some years ago. He has lost all his memories at the time but later showed remarkable intellectual curiosity and readily absorbed my teachings gaining wide i'm sorry gaining deep wisdom any mental immaturity is surely due to his young age if i explore Xehanort's heart with psychological tests i may be able to recall the past locked away within My apprentice even has also shown great interest in Xehanort's memories. But is he really the right subject? Xehanort does indeed exhibit extraordinary talents, too extraordinary. Perhaps they are even superhuman. So what were your thoughts?
1: Well, it seems like that Ansem has created a kind of of a utopia. In a way, with the Radiant Garden, and he and he has a, kind of a protege that he's using as a test subject for this. And this individual has been basically not or has knocked on death's door before, mm-hmm. and he believes that this individual might have superhuman powers.
0: So let's start the uh, half hour, or but the, your latest watch, which should be um, from the eight hour mark to the eight hour and thirty minute mark.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And by the way, what is one word that you would describe this this half hour watch?
1: Who, um, I guess, mystery would be the word. Okay. I tried to I tried to think of a word a good word before you know uh, we got I got on and I'm like wow how do you describe this and I and I guess the right word would be a mystery for this mm-hmm. so after we see the rest of Organization 13's conversation uh, we see Sora in the gummy ship with Donald and they talk about how it's weird that you can get help. From people that you wouldn't even expect, which obviously they're talking about what happened with Maleficent uh, recently. Mm -hmm. So then we catch this part and I wasn't really sure if this was like a dream or if this was something that actually happened where Sora, Donald and Goofy, they're about ready to fight Heartless. And then you can hear Maleficent yelling at them, like, imbeciles, this is not what you should be doing, and they fall through this dark hole. And Sora wakes up and he thinks that he might be in the realm of darkness. So, as Donald and Goofy turn around, Donald sees a man in black holding a box. So, Donald runs, the guy disappears, but the box stays. And they open the box, and there's two things in there. One of them is of the salty ice cream pop that seems to be the hit food for this video (laughs) game. Right. And there's a picture of Roxas and his friends. And... Donald, or Goofy, was able to name three of them, but Sora was the one that was able to name Roxas. And he was saying that he just remembers because someone had told him. Now, Bill, I have a question for you. Okay. If somebody gave you a box
0: that had your photo in it with a couple of you know other people in it, mm-hmm. and an ice cream bar that was open and in the box just laying there, would you eat the ice cream bar like Donald Duck did?
1: No, I wouldn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would be surprised that the it ice cream... Yeah, I'd be surprised that the ice cream is still in the shape that it's in. Mm-hmm. What if this guy had been waiting all day for them to come and the ice cream melted? Right. So, after Donald puts the ice cream in his mouth this opens up a new portal for the Keyblade. One of the few that actually makes sense. It actually does. (laughs) It was kind of funny, but it was kind of a good idea. So, you know, that's where they're going to go. And Goofy is like, hmm, I wonder if the picture and the ice cream were left as clues for something. Goofy making another good you know examination of something
0: and then jim yeah then we went from talking about from one point to a totally
1: different point. oh my gosh i watched it and i'm like what in the world are we doing so sora donald and goofy are back in atlantica And Sebastian asks them if they want to do another practice run of singing. And they do the singing of Under the Sea. I wish I had never heard Sora sing. (laughs) So you know what what I think one of the unexpected
0: fun things for me, at least for this season, is Mm -hmm. knowing that or at least in this game, like uh, how much that you're not a fan of the Atlantica world and how it's handled. Mm-hmm. Knowing that, the fact that you know that it's coming, but you don't know when it's coming because in the game, you don't do them all in the same order. Right. You always have, if you want to do that at least, like you always have to come back to it to finish it off. So mm-hmm. when you're least expecting it, you get Atlantica. Yeah. For you, I just find it very amusing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the good thing about it is Sora doesn't sing the entire song, so mm-hmm. at, at least it's not all torture. <laughs> right. So after they perform the number, Sebastian is like, well, Ariel, what do you think? And Ariel says that it's a good song, but it's not the song I would sing. I'd want to sing a song about bringing two worlds together, land and sea. And this is where Sebastian finds out that Ariel's in love with the prince. Mm -hmm. And then Sebastian talks to himself and he gets caught by King Trident for saying that Ariel's in love with a human. So Ariel sees the prince. The prince accidentally drops a chain. And this part was kind of funny. And at first I was like, why are they saying this? But then I think I remember they drop he the, the, the Prince drops the chain and they're like, Oh, I can't touch it. No, I can't touch it. No, can't touch it. No, don't want to touch it. I guess maybe because it has something to do with like, if they touch it, something happens to Sora, Donald goofy. I, I don't really, hmm. that that's, or something, maybe something happens to Ariel. I don't know. Well, don't yeah. worry. You'll be back here again. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I figured.
0: <laughs> I mean, look, you know how the movie goes, so you kind of oh, have yeah. an idea of when they're going to be done, and it's not very
1: soon. So. Right. And then uh, Sora and the gang end up back in China. Hold on, before
0: you do that, I, I do want to ask, do you think, because obviously you know that Sora sang a little bit of Under the Sea, which you yeah. were unfortunate for you to hear. Um,
2: right.
0: How do you think Haley Joel Osmond who plays Sora, they were like, all right, so for your voice this time, we need you to sing a little Under the Sea. What is going through his mind at that time? Um, I, I probably... I think he's probably
1: all for it, honestly. You
0: don't think he's like, yeah, I think someone's messing with me, but well, it's my job, so I guess I gotta do it.
1: <laughs> I, I think it may be a combination of, it's my job, and oh my gosh, I'm going to sing a Disney song.
0: I feel like it's probably a lot, and I think, I think I've think i heard, or I read an interview that said uh, about him saying
1: this, that he
0: really likes playing Sora in general.
1: Oh, I Through, figured he's he's perfect for the character.
0: Yeah, and that I think something to the effect like basically he is and I wish I had the quote, but basically um I, I, I could play Sora for the rest of my life. <laughs> I don't know if that's an indication of he's like these games are never gonna end, so let me just say that I'm in now.
1: It's a lifetime contract. It's
0: a lifetime contract. <laughs> but think about all the weird things he probably has to do in a session. Like, all of a sudden he's like, Aladdin, can we take along with you? And then you get an under the Sea thing along. Because just because it's in the game
1: mm-hmm. doesn't
0: mean that's the exact order they're giving him these lines to say.
1: Yeah.
0: I just, I don't know why. I thought that was, think I was thinking about that when I, you know, was preparing for this episode how mm-hmm. like range he's sora's got to have the most weird dialogue when it comes to random things because riku in kingdom hearts one he didn't really go to many worlds no sora's the one that's going to all these places Mm-hmm. or if they did go like that they're not showing riku doing this he's not getting any speaking lines so yeah Anyway, sorry on the rant. Go ahead, continue. That's okay. We're back in the land of dragons, a.k.a. Mulan world.
1: Yes. And they go through a village, and here's the guy in black. And as they start to chase him, Ping, I mean Mulan, starts starts to catch up with them because she's trying to catch the guy in black. So they make a pact that they're going to find this person. So they go up the mountain, and they see a bunch of flying heartless. And as the group goes, Sora stops. He stops because the man in black is there. And we have a fight, which Sora wins. And he then asks him... About Riku, and the guy leaves. So, well, did you notice that the sword that the guy mm-hmm. had? I think I do. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's the it's the Riku one.
1: Yeah. So, um, after after the battle, they decide that they've got to go back to protect the emperor because the emperor could be in trouble. So we see Captain Shang, he gets beat up by the man or by the person in black. And then we have a staring contest between the person in black and the emperor. Emperor loses because he <laughs> blinks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the gang gets into the square and they try to get in to the, you know, to the, uh, the palace by the door, but the door won't open. So they have to go up through, you know, a window to, to catch up. Well, wait, did
0: you, did you, maybe I missed this, but did you mention why they're going to the palace?
1: Be, because Mulan thinks the Emperor's in trouble. Yeah, but she, no, she knows the Emperor's in trouble. Because a it, dragon is descending from the mountain. Yes, <laughs> oh. Say. Oh wait, I forgot it. Man, I knew there's gonna be something I would forget. That's alright. So, um, and I'll get back to the dragon in a minute. So Sora goes up to the to the guy in black, and he's like, "Riku, is that you?" The man pulls his hood down, and he goes, "Riku, never heard of him." And it's this guy with one eye patch and a scar on his face as four heartless surround our heroes. So they beat them up. And then they go to check on the Emperor. And then they fight this dragon that Jim just reminded me because for some reason I skipped over but that's okay
0: I was gonna say I was like wait he, they didn't just think they knew he was in Charles. like did he mention the dragon
1: right <laughs> so this is a big dragon and it's kind of I, it would be a heartless dragon I, I I would I would think uh yeah they do
0: some they do mention something about that like that it was awakened from the mountains or something.
1: Yeah, so there's this battle with the dragon. It takes a long time, and the dragon is beat. But as the heartless dragon is beat, we see a heart floating up into the sky. Now, does that mean? And I'm being serious with this. Sure. Does that mean that? It's no longer heartless, or is it well, just... Th-
0: that's how every enemy's heart actually goes to the sky, but as we've learned in the finale of part one of this season, the, all that watch-along that we did,
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: what the organization is after, apparently, is hearts that are left out in the open to do something. That We know that they're, that's what they're collecting, and that's why they need Sora to do it. And that's why Thor is like, I don't. How can we do? Was our journey for nothing if any heartless that we beat helps the organization?
1: Mm-hmm. So, for helping out the emperor and saving China, again, the emperor is going to give our heroes whatever they want. Donald shakes his arms in the in the air. Probably think he'll get money. Goofy's stomach grumbles. He wants <laughs> food. But Sora, he wants to know if the Emperor saw Riku. Mm-hmm. And the Emperor's like, No, I didn't see anybody named Riku. But the person in black was very rude. And they're like, That's Riku. And then I love the interaction here with Donald and Goofy because they're like, huh, I wonder... Because this kind of goes a few minutes earlier because they're like, I wonder if he knows that Riku's a part of Organization 13. And I lo- Sora is just like, ah, oh, well, all right, as long as he's okay, that's fine with me, right. you know, I'll... <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it would almost be like... If they did a scene in Star Wars after Luke finds out that Darth Vader's his father, and Luke's like, oh, okay, well, my dad's alive, even though he's all the, you know, he's working for the Empire." Right. <laughs> so, then, the Emperor asks Mulan what she wants, and remember, she could have anything,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and she goes. I want the captain to have a vacation. Okay, that's not exactly what I was expecting. So, the Emperor unfortunately denies her request. Because he needs him by his side. However, Mulan can become a captain as well and help protect the palace and the Emperor. So, Mulan becomes I I guess she becomes a captain as well yeah or at the very least a guard to the emperor right and mulan and and the captain they kind of hug and Sora's trying you know he's holding back tears because he's a softie and basically the emperor becomes an eternal third wheel yeah pretty much <laughs> And we see the card, Land of the Dragon. Mm. And I take it that that is the end, that that's the last time we're going to see Mulan in this game. Mm. That That's what I take it as.
0: Yeah, I you know what, I, I think that's a fair thing to take away from that.
1: So now we go and we see Belle. She's in her dinner gown. And she's about ready to do something with the Beast. And the cabinet is like, oh, I bet he's very shy right now. <laughs> so <laughs> like your cabinet,
0: your cabinet slash wardrobe, I think is, that's the official name.
1: For yeah, it. wardrobe. Thank you. I like your wardrobe <laughs> voice, though. <laughs> thank you. So Beast is waiting at the bottom of the stairs when Sora, Donald and Goofy enter the castle. And Beast gets a little ticked off about this. And Sora's, you know, explaining to Beast that, you know, we're trying to find this world of the heartless. And, you know, maybe it's here. And Beast is like, not now. I've got a very important night. I have very busy things happening.
0: Also, in fairness to the Beast, like, why would Sora think the Beast castle is... Can give him a clue on the the organization world. Very true. And think about that. Imagine if you were going out for a date with someone, mm-hmm. and then Sora's like, yeah, just trying to... Or even just your friend, yeah, I'm just um, looking at how to get to uh, uh, find a way to find John's party. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be here, even though there's no reason for you to believe it's there at all.
1: Right. So, we see Belle... She's coming down the steps. Beast goes up the steps. And then I'm kind of thinking in the back of my head if there was another character, the other character would be like, Oh, what are you going to do? Are you going to have dinner and dance in a ballroom while some, you know, while these inanimate objects sing to you? (laughs) (laughs) So Beast and Belle go, you know, they go into the door. And Donald, being Donald decides that he wants to follow them in. So we get into the ballroom, and, you know, they're greeted, and and then they even say, oh, and your guests are welcome here too. And that is where the 30 minutes end.
0: Yep. So we're gonna do something a little different here for the second half of the season. Usually at this time I would say, hey what's uh, um, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna try this format where we're just gonna keep going. There's not gonna be a break, although we might give some plugs like I can you can find me at that'spodcasting.com or that's podcasting on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Bill, where can people find you?
1: Well, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it is at House of Bill. And you can find me on Instagram at mrbillium 85
0: Now, one of the reasons I'm doing this is because, unfortunately, I think around the time these episodes of the second half of the season... Well, not unfortunately. Hopefully, it's a good thing. I might have some life changes, and I don't know if I'm really going to be around that much to do as full of edits as I might have done in the past. So, Mm -hmm. you might just get all this in one fell swoop with not much editing so just want to give a heads up on that as we move forward to the second half of bill learns kingdom hearts season three uh hey bill guess what we're bringing back next
1: week oh are we bringing back a sword a certain board
0: yes we are I don't even remember the last time you did it, to be honest with you. I'm thinking.
1: Uh, I think it was earlier in season <laughs> three. It was a long time ago. I think we're due. So next episode
0: is going to be, well, I believe we're getting another Secret Answer Report as well. We'll have your Board of Love and Hate. And then the episode after that, we're going to do a watch-along again. Yeah. And guess what the watch-along is going to feature.
1: Hmm.
0: What what did we do? What was in both Kingdom Hearts 1 and Chain of Memories that we have not talked about yet? Jiminy Creek.
1: Oh, a world.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's not fair to say we didn't talk about it, but we touched on it for literally maybe like two or three minutes.
1: Would we be talking about the Hundred Acre Woods? That's correct. We're going to try to do a watch
0: on the Hundred Acre Wood. <laughs> <laughs> so... And then after that, we'll we'll see where we go from there. All right. Bill, predictions and theories after this episode. What did you think, and what are your predictions and theories, if any?
1: I don't have any theories, but I do predict that someone or something will interrupt Belle and Beast's dinner, and it will cause a big battle with Sora, Donald, and Goofy.
0: Okay, that seems like a very solid prediction considering the way the game has gone. Mm-hmm. Um, what a, so, the we've talked about the organization before, and I just want to touch on this again, because, yeah. again, I lose track of who you know and, and who you don't know. Did you know the name of the guy in land of dragons that was on this half hour no okay i don't know when that happens because i'm having trouble even as i'm doing these notes remembering when they all say their names Mm-hmm. which is crazy to me because i've followed this series for so long i don't think like oh yeah it took them a long time to say their names because i've right. known them
1: what were you gonna say no i was gonna say i don't think he said his name in this one i don't think he did either all right Alright everyone, well,
0: thank you for listening, and we'll be back at you with some more Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts.